Welcome to the anointed teaching preached at Church 316, the youth arm of the Fountain of Life Church. We hope that you be blessed as you listen to this message. In Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your word. We thank you for this presentation. But the most high God, you be with us in Jesus' name. You speak to your people. You touch their hearts. And they will not go home the same person that came in Jesus' name. Amen. My name is Olajumo Kekoyejo. I'm a consultant addiction psychiatrist. I've been doing this for like um, 17 years. Yeah. And um, so how did I become a psychiatrist? I served in Lagos and I wanted where they would pay well. I said, ah, Bobby pays well. And Yaba too pays well. So I said, ah, Bobby, I don't want to be in the theater. Take me to Yaba. Let me just do some years and run away. But when I got to Yaba Psychiatry, I loved them. I just fell in love with all my patients. I think I'll choose this. How did I fall in love with addiction? How, so Anywhere I get to, nobody's mentioning marijuana, cocaine, cannabis, um, what do you call it? Mali, Kush, and the rest. I don't feel comfortable there. So how did I get to this level? When I walk on the drug units, you are, you are speaking to intellectuals. But when you walk on the other side, you can even leave your bag and go for years. Nobody will touch it. I said, I like these boys, these giri-giri boys. So that's how I got there. And today... I've fallen in love with my profession. I love my patients. I love every youth. Thank you very much. So um, about two, three weeks ago, someone called me, Miss Megbokwe, Abisolami, and said, we want to do this, 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 this. Okay, okay, fine. And today, I'm here to talk to us about our choices. The choices we make. It's your choice. What did I say? It's my, it's my choice, not your, now. it's your choice. So let's read this Bible verse. And um, 2 Corinthians 6, 14 to 17. We all read together. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what, let's go, for what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what, next, Communion as light with darkness. Next. And what accord as Christ with Belial? Or what part as a believer with an unbeliever? Let's just stop there. And that's, that is just the summary of everything I'll be talking about today. Now, now I'll start by telling us that um, as Nigerians, we are very, we are very great. I've been to several countries, almost all the continents. And when I get there, when you see a Nigerian, you notice it's a Nigerian. And believe me, anytime I'm traveling, I'll pack my Ankara and the rest, and I'm going there like this, with a lot of shoulder pads. Now look, let me get there, I'll show them I'm a Nigerian. Because our ingenuity is just out of this world. Anywhere Nigerians get to, you know that they are Nigerians. And our ingenuity sometimes goes off radar, off the track. And that's why as a route, 
Before now, Nigeria was a nation that takes substances. They go through Nigeria to, to, to Europe and to America. But now we are a using nation. And when those complications come, the known and don't read this. Okay, don't, my, those things are meant for you afterwards. But now just listen to me because I have much more than those slides. Just have the slides, they're fine. But listen more to me. The known and the unknown complications of what happens when people use different substances of abuse, that is what I battle with every day. And sometimes I feel very bad seeing what happens to young people, promising young men. And I'll tell you, ma, madam, my patients are very brilliant. When you see people that, my, my patient once told me that, Doc, how much is your salary per annum? I said, Doc, I will use that to do this, to use maybe cocaine or something in one month. I said, okay. So how do you get the money? He said, it's not working. Well, you can talk to people. And he gets the money. And that shows that, imagine he does that in a positive way. What would happen? So what are these substances of abuse? It takes something that he doesn't have control over. It takes something that he doesn't have control over. So what are these substances of abuse? You're not projecting it for them to see. They are easy. They are pleasure-giving substances, or they give you a desired effect. They are easy, easy habit for me, and they work primarily on the brain. They alter the functioning of the brain temporarily, and at, this, at the end of the day, it hijacks the functioning of the brain. So for those that are just, well, I'm an occasional user, well, the pathway to getting to the level of addiction is that occasional use. Yeah, next slide. Let's move on. I want to show, I want us, I want to see, what us to see a picture. Go on, the next one. Go on, the next one. Yeah, this is where I want to, let's just leave this. And this is what those psychoactive substances do. Lately, I'm sure you heard about 13 billion um, tramadols that were seized in VGC, met um, um, labs in all those places, and the 95 billion worth of cocaine en route to America that was seized in Lagos. So there are people that are barren and they don't care what happens because they make a whole lot of money from these things. Then who are, these, who are the people that use this? young people. Their target is people of your age. Because they know that it will be a long-term use and you will get the money. So everybody uses. On my word, there are females, there are males, there are young people, there are adults. You know, it's, 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 it's not like there's a saint anywhere. Of all age groups, they use. And this is what happens. Seriously, things hijack our thinking. But it shouldn't be psychoactive substance. And this is what happens, and they can't think straight anymore. And what are these substances? The fact that the substance is legal does not make it safe. I'll call the legal ones the ones that are licensed to kill. They are alcohol, tobacco, prescription drugs, and the rest like that. And the legal ones, which might be legal in some years, cannabis, you know. On my word, you hear Colorado, Arizona, loud, and the rest, and the rest like that. 
And sometimes, I, in fact, I hear new ones every day. And I'm like, I just call one of the guys, please, which one is this? I said, ah, it's, that, that's, that's the new one around now. It's very good. That's what they will tell themselves. But those things actually hijack their brain to turn them to something else. So, another question my patient would ask me, Dr. K, what's, what, what's your problem? Why are you, why are you speaking to us? Why, 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 did I, why did my parents bring me here? It's legal, it's legal. And the first question I'll tell you that the fact that those things are legal does not mean they are safe for your use. Tradition, politics, economy, religion, and culture are factors that determine whether a substance is decided to be legal or not. Before now, Benalim with Kodi, I'm sure you've used it before, um, five meals three times daily for cough. But now people would, of course, it's like Coke now, and it's now illegal. Tradition, if you go to some tradition, some places, some villages in the East, their main cash crop is cannabis. And of course, economy, there's some countries that run the economy of their countries with Afghanistan and all those countries through these substances. Religion, my Muslim patient will tell me that is only alcohol that is illegal, that all these other substances are legal to them. So they use, and of course, culture, the new culture among the youths to use. And all those designer ones that you use, the Colorado, the, the Arizona, the Loud, and the rest. They are synthetic cannabis. And the rate at which those substances cause psychosis is about 200 times the normal weed. I didn't say the normal weed is good either. But you can see something causes psychosis more than the rest. And what happens? Of course, they get out of control and people don't, can't even control themselves. Can you scroll down? Let me show, I want to show us one picture. Another one. I'm sure you know of this guy that killed his father. I'm sure you've heard of people that killed their parents. Move on. They never planned to do that. They just got themselves there. I'm sure we all know this, this man, the rainmaker. Do we know this man? Yeah. Please move on. Well, this guy, this is my world. This is my word and my world. W-O-R-L-D and this is where I walk. This guy has a 90-year-old man that brings him to, to, the, to the hospital. And he's, he has heroin addiction. And because he was, he was going to kill the father, he was forced into, into admission. And at a point, the craving was so much during the weekend, he removed the AC, this window unit, so that he can escape. So when they caught him, because I wasn't around, said, okay, Joe, we'll show you your patient. They took a picture and we, to show me. And I, we had to tell him to go back in and dress like that. Let's move on. Next one. Oh, next one. It's not so clear. But this is somebody's ham, as big as... This guy was meant to be a provost of a, of a, of a polytechnic. If so I had arranged it, I would be. But because he wanted to go and get pentadocine injection, he walked like three miles and he missed his interview to tell you how much those things can, can hijack the thinking. Let's move to the next slide. Yeah. This is where I want us to get to. Where do, why do people use? Curiosity. I had a, a patient last week and he said, my friend gave me and I can't say no to my friend. And of course, I hear so many reasons. Curiosity. What in that man they eat? Go buy and come. You don't know,
don't even know what the guy is taking. Just go buy and come. Oh, my, my, my friend is drinking something and he's doing well. Let me use. I'm telling you also that we are, we are adults. We are young adults here. And when you tell me that, and that age, I'm 22 years old. It's not about calendar age alone. It's about experience. It's about developing resilience. That over the past 22 years, I've developed resilience. I've developed emotional stamina. I've developed physical stamina. That gives me that age. But some people's age, by level of stamina and resilience, is just 10. But their calendar age is 25 years. That is why you see, out of curiosity, I just want to know that thing you are drinking. Let me drink it too. You want to, you want to take. Another thing people do is that they want to belong. I tell people that, well, I belong to my, I'm, I'm, I'm a one-man gang. Because my friend is doing it, it doesn't mean I will do it. You, you come and join me. I won't join you. And that, the, the desire to belong is overwhelming for youths. And as I said, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. That's what the Bible says. So the, the, the fact that, you know, when I see people, I, I have someone that comes to my house to clean, and for like two months she didn't come. So in last two weeks she came, and she was looking white. Ah, I was like, Mama, Sunday, what happened? She had bleached her skin. And I was like, I, I couldn't even recognize her. Even my daughter said, ah, Mommy, what? I don't have to belong to you. I am proud of who I am. Are you proud of who you are? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Are you serious? Then you don't have to belong to that gang. Decide where you want to be. And because the, 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 the desire to belong makes people just go into use what it's, they, they do all sorts. You know that patient that said, I saw him last week and I was just looking. A 25-year-old guy told me that, you know, I can't say no to my friends. Of course, you know, I have to look blank when I'm seeing my patients. But deep down, I wasn't blank. I said, eh. So tell me more about it. I said, well, we're in the club and she offered me and I just had to take. I just checked the age again, 25. Just told me, this is a 12-year-old man sitting in front of me. To feel good, to celebrate. Celebration is a factor of what you call it, what you call it. Do you agree with me? Yes. Some people, I'm telling you, when they want to feel good, they just go and jog. It's what you call it. And I've told, and you have to decide where you want to belong. A wrong, because of that temporary feel of good, and a, it could be even a lifetime damage. Think about it. To function, to survive. You know when people tell me that, hey, Dr. K, you know, I, I, I have to do this to function, to survive. I will tell you that the reason why you are that age is because you've gone through, you, are, you, you should build your stamina. You know, I was um, Anthony Joshua, this last fight that he had, that he was beating. I was following him and I would read how much exercise he was doing, that he was building stamina. In fact, there was one boxer that I watched that I, you know, I don't just watch the fight, I watch the trainings. He was actually pushing a truck uphill to build stamina. So using drugs is not building stamina. It's actually losing stamina. Do you agree with me? Using those things is not building stamina. It's losing stamina. So for you to deserve that age they call you, for you to deserve that Abisolame Gokwe, please walk it. 
for you to deserve that, that title, a pastor, please work it. To function, to survive. I tell people that sometimes, just go and sleep. That is your limit. Maybe I should tell you this funny story. I'm a psychiatrist, so I tell stories. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an examiner of National Postgraduate Medical College. So, but sometimes, as an examiner, I would also want to tell, I felt that I needed to add more to my degree, so I went back to school. So I just, where do I go to? I have to care. So let me go to University of Lagos and read Masters in Public Health. A week before my exam, I had to examine students, postgraduate students. So I was an examiner on the other side. So the other week, I was a student. And I got to the exam all people were cheating. And I told myself, Lord, don't kill you. And then, no. I said, no way. What did I do? I said, okay. I know, of course, we have adult class. People were doing all sorts at the back. I said, okay, what I will do, I will sit right in front of the examiner in front. Because I needed to... to to, sh- to respect myself. I needed to show them that, look, I'm not one of you. I am an examiner. The fact that I'm here today does not make me less than who I am. So I took my stand and, I, of course, I wrote the exam. Of course, waiting for the result was a whole lot of torture for me because I wasn't sure if I would fail or pass. Well, I passed. So to us, to function, to survive, sometimes we have to take our stand. People, you, you know, to, to sometimes... Know your limit and look, okay, I can't exceed this. Let me train myself to achieve what I need to achieve, but not drugs. Let me go, let me move on to the next slide and tell you why people just get hooked. You know, for those that are using, I will tell you to stop. Because those temporary satisfaction it gives you, you can gain it, you can walk yourself to that level. You know, some people tell you that, Okay, I need to learn to talk to a girl. I'm like, ah, are girls looking that bad? Are they that wicked? Ah. <laughs> In fact, the guy that said, no, seriously, they needed to use just to talk to a girl. So those skills that you have, that assertiveness that you have, those convincing skills, some lack it. But funnily, there are some skills you to lack, but it's for you to learn it. I'm telling you, I'm sure you, 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 you don't find it hard to talk to a girl, do you? No. You didn't answer me. Well, I didn't <laughs> okay, let's assume no. But you know, you can learn it. There are some other skills that you have. So your self-esteem should not be based on what you don't have. It should be based on what I have and the ability to decide to learn those things that you don't have. Driving, when, when, you didn't know how to drive from your mother's womb, did you? No. And you went to learn it. So why, why do people get hooked on drugs? The reward you can get from every normal thing that you do is this one on my left. And by the time you use drugs to enhance, you get this much. And because it takes over the brain functioning, what, what does it give you? You know our brains would code it. That our brain is wired to seek satisfaction. So when that thing gives you so much satisfaction, your brain codes it and will tell you, I want more of that. How does the brain work? The brain is wired to, to seek satisfaction. So anything that gives satisfaction, your brain will tell you, I want more of it. So when you use Colorado highs and the rest like that, or Molly, it gives you this high, and your brain will code it, and will tell you, I want more. So you have to discipline your brain. So if you have started, you have to discipline your brain to say, no, I won't go this path. 
Because the path to destruction, the path to being Dr. Koyejo's patient, is that you that you're starting? There's nothing wrong with being my patient, seriously. But seriously, I don't want you to be my patient. So it's, it's, it's a, the, the path to becoming my patient is that use that you're doing. And the thing is that because the brain will start asking you for more, by the time you start with cigarettes, it's a gateway drug. You, you move on and you ask, ah, no, weed, and you take that. I tell you that normal weed is, your brain will tell you normal weed is not, is not enough. Then you go to Colorado, then you go to Arizona, then you go to Loud, and say, no, that's not enough, and you go for more because the brain would ask you for more. And these are those things, so you, you really have to know that not using and developing yourself, developing those skills will be the, is the way, is, is, the, is the pathway to success. How does it happen? But you know, sometimes, you know, I have patients that tell you that, hey, but Dr. K, my, my grandfather used and he lived 90 years. Yes, because several things would determine, would, there are several factors that determine who will, who will become my patient and not just one factor. But you know, initially this is what happens. You can see the red stuff. Substance use will gradually start knocking off. You know, before now, you, some people would like to play football. Substances will just knock off that ball and will take that part, that, that satisfaction. And sometimes, gradually, then you see them spending their school fees. And, they, and, they need their, and at a time, the last, next slide, next one. Yeah, at this level, this person will probably be my patient at this level. Because it is now life or death to that person. There's, you need it, the patient would need it for functioning. Because every day, the, I had a patient that told me that at 5 a.m., he has to go to the last place. In fact, people don't go home anymore because they have to live in the bunk. This week, this is a new week, the last week, we were doing a needle syringe program, exchange program in, for Nigeria. So I was there at the meeting and I had to talk to Barons. And um, we were there we, because we needed, now the, 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 the teaching is arm reduction. Some would, so that while we are telling you to stop, don't kill yourself, don't contact those infections. So we give them needles and syringe to inject. Time up. Oh, okay. We give them needles and syringe to inject. So after using, you bring it to us, we give you. Of course, I can't go to the bunk. They won't even accept me there. So we needed people that work that are in the bunks to come out to, to, to train them and we give them. And you just see them and you ask, eh, it's not been home in three months. Where do you leave the bunk? And, and some young men, women, all of them there, but all they wanted, they can't do anything apart from drugs. And these are these people that have all read in their lives. I, I, you know, I, I graduated in one small university, University, and the day I met a patient that was an avid dropout, I was going to melt. Me, Wolowa University, I'm seeing you, avid dropouts. And those are the things that happen. In fact, now from I think from Harvard they took him to Yale or something again. It couldn't just cope. And these are the things that happen to patients, people that use. 
So nobody can tell me that eh, I, I won't use or I will use now, I will stop later. It is beyond you sometimes. So going out to play for a young child, it's, uh, let, me, let me just play a bit, mom. But when you get bitten by mosquito, you can't control it. So this is what happens. What, what, what determines, oh, who gets to become my patient, environment and genetic interaction? So sometimes, some people would escape, they're lucky to escape, but some are not. So move one more slide. So how do we prevent? Well, there's a place for government, there's a place for family, peer, school, faith-based organization, and workplace. The macro environment, that's, so she, that's majorly what the government should do. That's a macro environment. But the micro environment, the family, and there's a place for faith-based organization and prevention. You know, sometimes I just dream of Church 316 going to Alawusa to meet the legislators and carrying a placard and tell them that those sachet alcohol, sachet drinks must be banned today. And you don't just go alone. You call NASFAT. You call the Kanka. All of us, let us go. We are all, we are all um, young adults. Let's go to Alawusa and tell them. You know, you're not asking them for anything. You're just telling them that today you must ban it. Today you must enforce Because if there are laws banning them already, today you must enforce it. That's the work of faith-based organization. Faith-based organizations can actually talk to people, talk to young people about their drug use. But what about my personal characteristics? That's very important to me. My self-esteem. Sometimes I, I, I've seen the best of persons that when, they, when I got to that hall, I was afraid. So it's not only you. So it's, it's building self-esteem is practicing. You didn't know how to drive at the time. Now you know how to drive. You practiced. And that thing is our decision-making skills. You really have to work on logical decisions. There was one advert that I said. I said a, girl, a, a guy sold his kidney to buy iPhone 14 for his girlfriend. So, sorry, what, what would you call that guy? No, excuse me. What, what would you call that guy? He said what? Say, say it. Thank you very much. So, no, who said that? No, I, I, I want a girl's decision. You iPhone 14. What, what, what would you call that guy? Do say something. Who said, who said mad? A girl? So you can see decision-making skills. Your decision will be logical. Your decision, you must be able to run your decision through your friend, through people, through, through adults. Some, people, some people's decision-making still is... is it's very illogical. And you know, sometimes this, this social media thing, and people can't just deal with social media. They just feel that that is their real life. You practice self-care. Celebrate yourself. How do you deal with stress? When I, when I don't feel good, that, that is when I use. When, after we're passing through traffic, that is when I use. There's traffic every day in Lagos. So that means you're telling me you use every day. So you have to learn to, to build resistance, stamina, and skills through which you're able to pass way through traffic every day. You know, at a point in time, I had a blanket in my car. So when there's traffic, I'll just tell my driver, Tabadele Jimmy. That means when we get home, wake me up. I'll just land in the car and, see, and sleep off. Because I just, well, I have two hours to sleep. So people, those two hours are two hours of reading. Two hours, so you have to deal, you have to have, have, have a, find a way to deal with stress. Because stress is part of life. 
You know, a guy told once told me that you know, when my girlfriend walked out of my life, that was when I started. And that girl will still walk out of your life. It is normal. So you don't you, you, you don't agree with me. In fact, when you are married, women a woman will tell you that I don't want this and I don't want this. So so what would you do? So it's those challenges are just part of life. And that is why you are an adult. You're not an adult because of your age. You're an adult because you've waded through challenges. You have enough stamina, physical, emotional, and spiritual stamina to solve problems. Do you agree that that's why you're an adult? Not that, not that 365 times 22. 365 days times 20. No, that is not why you're an, that is not why you're an adult. Communication skills. You know, assertiveness. Let me just talk about assertiveness. It's a big, big problem for youth these days. Like I said, you don't have to be me. And I don't want to be you. I have a standard. And that Bible standard is my standard. So, you know, when, you know, when, when she spoke to me, I said, that, look, when a, 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 a pastor comes to preach, sorry, what I'm hearing is not what you are hearing. Because I can decipher what I want to hear. So be able to assert yourself. It's very important for us youths. And these are ways through which we can wait through life without using drugs and all these substances. I want to beg you. I don't beg my patient, but I want to beg you. Seriously, I don't beg my patient. But I, <laughs> I, that is why I'm not begging you. That, that is, I, I don't beg, but I want to beg you because you're, you're not my patient. People, places, activities. People that you don't want to be like, don't move close to them. Places you know you don't want to be caught, don't sneak into those places. Activities that will lead to you to, you to do something that you don't like, don't move near them. And that's the backbone of addiction treatment. Well, in conclusion, I will tell you, the, the future of youth is being ravaged. And the gatekeepers, they've gone to sleep. Wake up the giant in you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this message. For more information, please visit www.vchurch316.org. God bless you.